As Malcolm was talking about the work of the church, um, what came to me was something that was discussed at a church meeting was that we had the, the vision day where we came and we wrote our, what God rested on our hearts and the, the notice, notes from the vision day are in the prayer room uh, for everybody to read and add to. So the vision is still there. So if there's something that you think that the work of this church that Malcolm referred to in the prayers has laid on your heart, then get a pen and write it down because they'll be there till Christmas and then the new year the elders will take them away. So thank you for that, Malcolm. Um, so what are we doing now? Good question. This is where I take over from Colin's wonderful presentation. So, can you see that one? Yes. The case for the defence. So, uh, I'd actually like to present a case for the defence of something that gets an awful lot of bad press. And that is plastic. Carol says, where are you going with this, Brian? No. Plastic gets an awful lot of bad press. We know that one. However, we drink from it. We play games with it. We build lots of entertainment. We entertain our children using plastic. We store stuff in our kitchens with it. We even clean our teeth with it. So plastic is amazing. We actually throw our rubbish away with the help of plastic. And we do ludicrous things with our toilet seats with it as well. But, uh, but we do amazing works of art. This is my attempt at works of art, by the way. With plastic. Bubble wrap, it's not just for playing with and popping with. We use it all the time, it's a part of our life. It's plastic. It helps us to see, for those that have plastic glasses, those that have metal, it doesn't really, but it helps us to see. It helps us to walk. Now, we've not all got these, I must admit, unless we're particularly wealthy and have got completely leather shoes, then it's a big part of our walking culture. It helps, or helped with CDs and DVDs, to entertain us, make us smile, make us sad. It's a part of all of our houses, quite often hidden in walls, but it's a big part of the life around us. And now we're using it to create modes of transport more than we ever have before. That one looks a bit cumbersome, but it's ridiculously light, and it's amazing what plastics can do. We even now make highly publicised clothes out of it, Apparently this is plastic. Um, but there's all sorts of ways we use plastic to create clothing to keep us warm. And it's become an increasing part of our life in terms of the engineering that's around us, the things that holds our washing machines together and all that. There's so much engineered plastic in there, it's amazing. And I was amazed what percentage of our cars are made of plastic. They're huge. Plastic's marvellous. But finally... I didn't go looking for any specific pictures of these because they look rather gruesome. But more and more, plastic is being used for artificially repairing us as human beings. Bone joints and various things. I know it's a bit gruesome, that one, so I didn't want to... The pictures were great, but not for a Sunday morning, I don't think. Ben, you always correct us at the right point. Thanks for that. Where would Airfix be without plastic? Thank you, Ben. That's a great one. Where would Airfix be without plastic? So, I today would like to make a case for the defence of plastic. So, it's story time. I love a story. So, let me introduce you to three of my friends. 
Jim, Kev, not Kevin, and Steve, not Stephen. The reason why they were called those names is because if I wrote it in full, it wouldn't fit on the screen. So, Jim is the first one. He, Jim was a dreamer. He wanted to travel the world, and this is what he thought of all the time. Sadly for Jim, he ended up in a river. And now Jim is on the eastern garbage patch messing up the Pacific Ocean because that river led to that ocean, led to that ocean. And there he is, swaddling around along with lots and lots of other plastic, going round in circles, achieving very little other than poisoning life, wildlife, confusing fish, and all the various things that it does there. So he, Jim, didn't do very well. So how did Kevin do? Or should I say Kev? Kev, he, he was different because Kevin's owner went out at night. Uh, I'll show you what that is. That. He put it in the wrong bin. Now I'm being gracious for Kevin because a lot of people don't care where they throw their plastic. So this represents all those people that don't really care where they throw the plastic. They just took it in the nearest bin. So Kev was like them. But his owner went out in the dark. So I've given him a bit of a light. Hang on. Put it in the black bin. Now what happened then is those guys that every fortnight come and collect our recyclables and the other fortnight come and collect our black rubbish in Warrington, they come and took the black bin away. And now he's there. So he didn't really have an illustrious career. Somewhere in there, you'll find him with all the other rubbish, causing all sorts of problems that we're not going to go into today. Now there has to be a good point, doesn't there? That always has to be a good story. Steve. Steve's owners. Uh, anybody, like to, would anybody like to be Steve's owner? No, let's not go there. Steve's owners put Steve in the plastic recycling box. And Steve ended up here. And Steve ended up at a, one of the big recycling centers that we have. And guess what they do? They recycle stuff. So the next bit is a bit harder. Because the other one... The first one I said he ended up in the Pacific, the second one he's in, a, he's in a waste patch and it's over there wherever Warrington send their stuff to. The last one, Steve is a bit different because there's so much that Steve could be. For example, fence posts made out of recycled plastic. Benches, park furniture made out of recycled plastic. See where I'm going with this, can't you? Rabbit hutches. I didn't know they made those out of recycled plastic. Well, that is completely plastic, including the mesh. It's all plastic. Shopping bags. Yay. Completely made out of plastic. Of course, garden furniture. Now, how much do we use that? Recycled plastic. So where is he? He could be in any of these. Things we used in the kitchen. We're now using recycled stuff to make food, to make us strong again. And you can see the little recycled logo on those as well. And, of course, plastic boxes, containers that we use to store things. So Steve did really well. So the reason for that little story is that with plastic, which I'm trying to make the defense of, a number of things can happen to plastic. So let's dig a little bit deeper and let's do some research so the stuff that we don't recycle 
by 2015, two years ago, we had created 63 billion tons of waste plastic. And then you're thinking, what on earth does that mean? So, back to where I started. Little Coke bottle there. That's why I did it. Now, this was a Coke bottle, and then in the wrong place it was rubbish, wasn't it? So this is the Coke bottle. So, if you were to lay 63 billion tonnes of plastic, make it to plastic bottles, in a row, side by side, it would get you from here to the sun. And back. And back again. And two-thirds of the way back again. 63 billion tonnes of plastic coke bottles would get you there. That's how much 63 billion tonnes is. And that's an awful lot of plastic. We talk about, oh, it'll stretch around the world or it'll cover whales. This will take you to the sun and back three times, then almost get you home just by putting this coke bottle end to end. And that's how much 63 billion tonnes is. So that there is a reminder. 79% is discarded either in waste or in rivers or thrown over the side of boats. 12% is burnt. I'm not sure that's the best thing to do with plastic, really, is it? And only 9% of plastic is recycled. Still 5 billion tonnes, but only 9% is recycled. And this world we're on is that. The red is the stuff that gets thrown away. The blue is the stuff that gets burnt. And that little slither is the stuff that we recycle. So what's the problem? Answer? We are. Plastic, that Coke bottle sat there, is not doing anybody any harm. It's what we do with it that causes the problem. So what? What's the point of all that lot? Very informative, thank you very much, mildly entertaining, and hopefully quite memorable, but what's the problem? The problem for me is that plastic, for me, is actually a gift. Somebody invented it for us all to use. And like a lot of gifts, it's up to us what we do with that gift. When that person threw it in the wrong bin, that was the wrong thing to do with that gift. I actually don't drink Coke. I bought this one because it looks like the first one. So, well done, it has got too much sugar in it. But, but realistically speaking, to be able to keep drinks like this wherever you are in bottles, to be able to create filters for foreign people who have, uh, for foreign countries who have problems filtrating and getting clean water. It's absolutely amazing. It's what we do with the gift that is plastic. So the case of my defense of plastic is I am a gift for you all to use. Please use it properly. Now, at this point in time, you would expect me as an elder and a person stood up here to switch to talk about God's inexpressible gift. It has to be one of my favorite statements ever. Inexpressible. How would you describe it? You can't. 
Jesus Christ and his sacrifice is beyond words. It's inexpressible. So I love that one. But, no, 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 no. You get that quite a lot. As, as he said, where's the fun in that? Well, actually, there'd be an awful lot of fun in that. Uh, but for today, we're not going to do that. What we're going to do is look at a different kind of gift. So now, we're going to go to our first reading. Just checking the order of service. Yes. So can we have our first reading, please, as we start to unravel the gift that we're actually talking about? Pardon? Pardon? Oh, it's Derek. Is it Derek? Ah, thank you. On my order of service, it doesn't say with the name of the person. So thank you, Derek. Lead them up here. That'd be great. A reading from 1 Corinthians, chapter 7, verses... Uh, I noted it down properly. 7 to 10, anyway. Um, Now, to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given to the common good. To one, there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge by the means of the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by that one Spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing spirits. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. And to still another, the interpretation of the tongues. Quite often in the middle of a reading, you'll see something that you weren't going to look at and it just jumps at you and it thinks, oh right, okay, okay. And it is, where is it? It's there. Now to each one, now to each one, all of us, the manifestation of the Spirit is given. Why? It's always a good idea to ask why. I've always asked why all my life. Why do we get gifts of the Holy Spirit? It's for the common good. It's to build up God's church. Now think, the next slide is a song we've sung earlier. Build your church, Lord. Hello. Build your church, Lord. Make us strong, Lord. Join our hearts, Lord, through your Son. Make us one, Lord, in your body, in the kingdom of your Son. The gifts of the Spirit were given to build up. Do we go back there now? We do. All the gifts of the Spirit are given to each one of us to build up the church. It was for the common good. It is for those around us and for the work of God's church in this area. So that's why. 
The next bit is a little bit scary because there's some really, really, really heavy things in here. Wisdom. I could do a show of hands now, but I'm not going to go there. Uh, which of us, don't, and please don't answer, but I want to just think. Do we think we have wisdom? Do we think we have knowledge, faith, healing? Now that might be a bit of a big one. But we go on. Miraculous powers. The gift of miraculous powers. Who has the gift of miraculous powers? These are big things. Prophecy. Distinguishing between spirits. And we go on throughout these. These are phenomenal gifts. But for today... The message is, revolves around one thing. The smallest word there, quite simply, the gift of faith. Faith is a gift from God that we should all strive for. To have faith in God, to have faith in Jesus, his son. But then to use that gift for the common good, for the work of the church, for the work of others around us, for the work of others abroad in the name of God so for we work in the name of God and that's why faith is in there so that's a big list of the, spirit, list of the gifts I'm just going to step back a little bit to what, when Colin Burroughs led the service a few weeks ago and just remind us what the fruits of those spirits are with the second reading so are you doing this one Carl? how appropriate you're doing it I didn't know. Oh, great. Just the first one, please. This reading is from Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control against such things there is no law stay there please can you read it again but when it gets to the individual words of the fruit just go slowly and let us just think and meditate on how our gift of faith people see this in us but the fruit of the spirit is love Joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Thank you. Could you now go on and read the next reading, the last reading please? The last reading is from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 4 to 6. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them, and in everyone, it is the same God at work. Thank you, I do like to keep things informal and like to mess around a little bit, but this is where I'm not going to do it anymore. Because for me, the whole 
service subject today came from Colin a few weeks ago when he read that, when he read those, the verses that we had in the middle from Galatians. And the thing here, in the middle of all that lot, I learned a big lesson. And all I'm going to do today is to share with you the lesson that I learned today that really got home to me. And I'll switch that on this time. Three sentences. There are different kinds of gifts. Now we've already looked at these. We've looked at faith and healing and miraculous powers. There are different kinds of gifts. Why? Go back to my question. Why? Why? There are different kinds of gifts. Thank you. It then gives us the answer. Gift. Number one, definition. Let's go into the dictionary first. A given, a thing given willingly to someone without payment. Straight away we go there, don't we? Straight away, a gift given without payment. God's inexpressible gift. That's not what we're focusing on today. We're looking at the second one. A gift. A natural ability or talent is what the dictionary says. So for me, this is a God-given gift or talent that we have been given to build up the common good. Let's dig a bit further. So, there are different kinds of service. What does that mean? What does service mean? Let's go and check again. To perform duties or services for another person or another organization. So we look at our faith. And this is to give services. To do things. Don't worry about it, by the way. Let him stay here. Hello, young man. I love it that you smile at me all the time. You're wonderful. To perform duties. So a gift is given. There are different gifts. There are different services. There's different things we can do with our faith to serve God. And then the last one, there are different kinds of working. Activity involving mental or physical. This is the dictionary. Brackets or prayerful. Close brackets. Effort done in order to achieve a result. To build up the common good. To build God's kingdom here. And this was what came to me. And you might have got it. They're all connected. We are given a gift. We are all given a gift. And we can use that to build up the common good. By serving God. And working for God. In this place. In this community. Thank you for that. Now, somehow we've got to find a way of remembering this. Do you want to come here? No, you don't. Okay. How are we going to remember this relationship between the gift that God gives us? It may be healing. It may be miraculous powers. But in this instance, what does God want us to do with our faith? To serve him and to work for him in this community. And that is the essence of the message how to make it stick big problem so I thought let's go back to Steve Steve remember Steve so that's why I did all that Steve thing later on because Steve was a gift that was used properly so I give some thought to this relationship between gift service and work and why God gives us these gifts and I'd like you might be a bit young to do this. I might be somebody else. But you can help them. You've got to help them. Because in here, I've got some plastic pegs. 
And these plastic pegs are made out of? Thank you. Malcolm, bang on the button. Ah, oh, sorry, my love. These, as Malcolm rightly said, with a smirky grin on his face, thank you for that look. That was, he knew where I was going with this. This is recycled plastic. And this, I'd like to have one in each household. You know, I'm not going to get one, because you've only got one fridge. You've only got one place in the house to keep it. And I'd like to give every household, I've got 48, I hope that was about right, for the households. Hello. So this piece of plastic is about us continuing to use God's gift. But the great thing about Steve is that when he became a chair, when he got broke, he went to recycle and he came up and became a bench. But the idea is that God's faith is there to be used in his service to do his work for all of us. And this peg, as simple as it might be, is, is a, a remembrance of that gift. Malcolm, could you do me a favour? As, as you've corrected me, you've been such a contribution to this, I thank you for that. Could you give them out? Could you do that? Thank you. One for each family, please. And hopefully, there'll be enough to go around. Hello, you. So that's why I've got the pictures of the pegs of there. Uh, and that's what it's all about in terms of that relationship between the three there. Something to dwell on while Malcolm's doing that. Now, we're going to have three songs to close in a minute. Uh, and I said, to, uh, I said to Colin before, this, today's message is really, 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 really simple. And I gave a big background so we can all start to think, how are we going to make this stick in our brains? And we thought of plastic and that kind of stuff. But the message is really, really simple. A gift to use in serving God's work. A gift in, to serve God's work. And that's it. The faith we've been given is a gift, an inexpressible gift gift of faith so we can go ahead and do God's work so I'm trying to fill in while Malcolm does a great job over there peg for every household hopefully we've got enough if we haven't got enough I'll get some more and bring them next week you have a week with that <laughs> so we're going to have three songs to finish now and uh, are you going to play with us no that's been really nice having, having you here today Oh, no, he really, no, he really has. He's gone off for salt now. <laughs> so, three songs, especially chosen, uh, in terms of their relevance to what we're doing here today. So if the band would like to join me, if the band would like to join me, look at the way I'm talking, have you got your pegs? If the band would like to join me, and please bring your pegs. Sorry, Mike's explaining to David what a peg looks like and how it works. <laughs> you got your pegs? I've not got one yet, anyway. Have we, swi- have we switched now, David? Aaron's here, by the way, for those that don't know. <laughs> the songs, I'm going to tell you what the songs are. We don't normally do this. Something else that not many people see. This is our order of service, so this is why, why, this is why quite often Ben corrects the minister... Uh, in terms of the structure oh thank you <laughs> thank you we're going to stick my here we go have we all got a peg for our household has Janet got a peg she's got I can see it that's great so the order of service here there's three songs to finish I'll tell you why I picked them the first song is quite a youthful ripping song I walk by faith and we don't sing it very often 
but every step I for every step I take is a work of every step I take is a step of faith. That's the one. So pick that one for that reason. The second one is you are holy. A, the reason why God has given us this gift is because He is holy. Second reason, I love this song. There we go. And the last song we sang to death, and then we haven't sung it for ages. But it's about the common good. It's about building your church. So I'll let you guess what that one might be. David Grinshaw said, we never know what's going to happen in a service, do we? Thank you for that, Ben.